Ah, uh, oh, yes, it's saying live on the screen. Hello there, and welcome to An Englishman in San Diego with myself, Leonard Sultana. It is... What is the date today? Oh, no, oh, I'm so tired. The 23rd. I'm so tired. It's the 23rd of November. Um, it is going to be a bit of a strange uh, broadcast uh, this week because uh, I'm kind of like a roving reporter. This is something that we actually wanted to try in San Diego. Technicals, <laughs> technicals completely <laughs> threw us. Um, we we kind of we kind of didn't work out how to invite remote uh, broadcasts. I actually wanted to do a broadcast from the Hall H line, but we couldn't quite get the connection. Now that we've learned how to do this, I might just do the Hall H line thing next year. Next year, so this could be interesting. That I'm broadcasting cool. at the moment. It would, wouldn't it? Uh, I'm broadcasting from uh, Birmingham NEC. Um, it's um, Oh, good grief. What is the time now? It's, uh, oh, well, it's five past six. Um, I uh, have been attending the um, MCM Expo in Birmingham. This is the largest um, pop culture Comic-Con, um, certainly north of England, and I think they're aiming for Yorkshire. Uh, sorry, um, in, um, in England, certainly. It's, um, the Birmingham NEC is a massive uh, exhibition center complex. Um, it's. Uh, I, I haven't got the actual numbers of how many people have walked through the door, but it's in the tens of thousands. It's absolutely huge. Um, at the moment, the doors have closed, as you can see behind me. Um, I have asked the press guys if I can go in, but at the moment they are just pulling things down at this point. Doors have been closed about uh, an hour. We have, you know, kind of one or two people still in cosplay wandering around and. Uh, uh, Kind of getting themselves all kind of sorry, derobed, de de as it were. So it's it's all very uh, cool at the moment. Um, so yes, if you do want to get in contact with us on the Hangout, as always, do um, check in on Twitter on the hashtag CupOTSDCC, or you can uh, message us, of course, across the board. The way this is working, I would usually host this from a computer, and uh, this is being hijacked by um, Alyssa, who's, who's, our, who's our director uh, today. Um, I'm using my 4G connection on my phone because the Wi-Fi here is bloody atrocious. Just like uh, in San Diego. Uh, isn't it just? Uh, I think we're talking like one meg... One meg, up, uh, one meg download, half a meg upload. There is no way in hell we were going to have any kind of broadcast on that. It was terrible. So do bear with me if the screen freezes, certainly at my end, but I'm certain Alyssa will guide us through on this one. So you've got myself, Leonard <laughs> Sultana. You also have Alyssa Franks from friendsofcci.com. Hello, Alyssa. How are you? I'm, well, trying desperately to, to keep up with what all that you regularly manage to do these hangouts, and it's, <laughs> it's... It's fun, isn't it? It's because it's, it's unfamiliar. That's all it is. It is. It is. Oh, and don't, don't worry about it. <laughs> thankfully, I, I kind of have a, a some somewhat of a background in this, so I can... Uh, uh, actually flip between two different things and look at Q&As that are coming up. Excellent. Uh, I am doing well. Uh, happenings on the forum have, have been chugging along. I haven't really been paying much attention. It is uh, Black Friday, major, major shopping Indeed. week for us. When, um, when, when, is that, when is that? Is that next Friday? A day, it is next Friday, but uh, right. to be honest with you, I have been just... It, 
they've extended it and pushed it out, so all of the deals are starting now. I'm in building the new rig, uh, computer rig, and and so parts and and. <laughs> I am <laughs> jealous of you at your con, though. I wish our cons ran as late in the season here in New England well, as they do that's there. Something we're going to be talking about because we are going to be talking about um, <laughs> the committee meeting that happened last week for CCI. There hasn't been much in way of uh, information that's come out of that meeting, but certainly a couple of um, requests have come out from the hoteliers of San Diego, so we'll, we'll cover that absolutely. Interesting. Uh, the, indeed. And the other guest we have with us is uh, John from uh, NerdLink. Uh, that's uh, N3RD, which has thrown me on a couple of occasions. <laughs> yeah, the, but, the, um, I was trying to get a, a whole thing to have NerdLink to, to be able to match my email, my website, my blog, and all that, and someone had Nerd and ERD, so I just used the three. <laughs> uh, you know, it's distinctive. I think that's all you can. That's all you can uh, do. Okay. Um, the Q and A section is up and running. It's Alyssa uh, that's going to be looking at that. And of course, this is brilliant for her because um, as she is directing it, she can kill me at any time. So uh, if I if I do my usual thing of just talking too much, she can in fact just kill it at any time. It's uh, going to be it's going to be interesting. So. I'm up outside the uh, Witherspoons, which is uh, directly opposite uh, entrance seven of the Birmingham NEC. Um, and I might as well just very quickly talk about um, the MCM Expo Birmingham. Uh, I believe this is the second time that it's been held here at the Exhibition Centre. This is the National Exhibition Centre here in the UK. Um, it is a mammoth um, location, and so much so that it's also been holding a number of other cons uh, for other events uh, in the various other halls uh, dotted around the uh, the venue center, uh, considering that it's uh, also been hosting um, uh, its quality cats, or kind of, it's like um, high-end breed cats convention. Well, oh I'd, be, I'd be having an allergic reaction going over there. <laughs> right? There's that, there's been Motorcycle Live. Um, which has thankfully been over the other end of the building. Otherwise, we'd just be getting gearheads wandering through left, right, and center. Yeah. And my personal favorite is Festive Gifts Con. So, <laughs> so we've, we've, we've been having people wandering around with, like, Christmas lanterns and um, uh, you know, fest, you know, festive bunting and all wandering around and looking around and seeing very strangely garbed people. Uh, wandering the the halls, it's been a great confluence of, uh, <laughs> of people joining us here at Birmingham. What's been absolutely interesting to me, however, is just uh, I mean uh, we've kind of seen some cosplay at San Diego, but I'd say that the um, the ratio uh, certainly in the last say two or three years, while we you do get some very passionate cosplayers in San Diego. Um, it's been kind of there's more people who are just wanting to get into the con and enjoy the con. Mm -hmm. um, here, here the, if I seen you when we were talking a couple of weeks about about the uh, the possible you know, that vibe of people coming to a convention, kind of like a fan club coming together to celebrate nerddom mm -hmm. and lots of co cosplayers. There is definitely that vibe here at Birmingham. Um, there is. Plenty of cosplay, and 
I mean, I, the ratio is just insane. Um, I, for every 10 person, there's been somebody dressed in cosplay. It's been incredible. Uh, and not only that, but some fantastic cosplay as well. It's just been very, very impressive. Um, lots of Harley Quinns. Lots of, jo <laughs> yeah. lots of Jokers. It seems to be many... always a big popular one. Oh, yes. Not as many Deadpools as you get in the U.S. But, um, uh, but play, play, um, lots of Star, Star Wars. Um, the, okay. five, the 501st have been here. Uh, the U.K. chapter of the 501st have been here. Um, outside of the main halls, uh, it's been held in 6th and 7th of the NEC. Uh, there's kind of like an outer corridor, and they've been doing regular... Um, marches, parades, all the way up and down the halls. <laughs> Absolutely incredible. Um, that's really been impressive. What, because this is the first time I've attended uh, an MCM Expo, what's really impressed me is just how much there is here. Where um, I have attended Thought Bubble and a number of pure comics conventions, mm -hmm. uh, certainly in the last couple of weeks, this one has been that kind of convention which some people have had uh, issues and um, have had complaints about. That it is kind of um, creatives sat next to people selling um, nerd apparel, t-shirts, uh, pendants. Um, so there's been lots of stalls uh, selling stuff here at the uh, MCM Expo. But there's also been a lot of um, areas where... Uh, people can um, express and uh, show off their uh, creative talents. There's been a, a, an excellent comic village uh, area where there's been about four or five rows of pure creatives, comic artists, uh, small independent um, comic producers. There's been no majors here. There's certainly no DC, Marvel, or Image. There's no Dark Horse. It's all independents. Um, mm -hmm. Small, one, you know, sort of like little one or two person creators uh, okay. uh, in their comic village. Um, okay. there's, it's very much more a celebration of pop culture. So you have had a fantastic kind of white blow-up tent that they've had uh, in one corner of the, the building. Um, the official title has been the, um, the theater, but it has also been called the MCM Marshmallow. <laughs> Because it it's been this white blow-up tent, oh, okay. um, which, which has been kind of like their theater uh, staged um, uh, setup. <laughs> like so, yes, it's been called the um, the MCM Marshmallow. Yes, it has also had the title of the MCM Condom. Oh, nice! Uh, because it is just Stay this white. Everybody. Oh yes, this white blow-up thing. But I mean, we're we're talking a good. Um, Six, seven hundred seater um, kind of theatre, and we have had panels along the lines of uh, Carrie Elwes. Uh, I can never pronounce his surname right. Is it Carrie, Ga uh, Carrie Elwes? El from Princess Bride. Oh, um, um, I was trying to wonder. It, I was thinking about myself. It's his like, surname. It's his surname. Yeah, Carrie El Elwes, El Els, whatever. Um, we've had um, the guys from Red Dwarf. Up on stage, we've had um, a guy from um, Under the Dome, which I'm going to have to resort to the uh, the schedule because I can never remember the guy's name. Colin Ford. Mm -hmm. I've never actually seen the show, so I'm not entirely sure. But we've also had um, 
Vic uh, Mignogna from um, Full Metal Alchemist and um, also Todd Habercorn. Uh, so we've had some uh, anime voiceover talent. Um, mm -hmm. We've also had uh, RJ Mitty from um, Breaking Bad, which was an extremely popular panel. But I think the panel which nearly nearly burst the tent. Oh, hello, Travis. Oh, Ooh, hey. Hey, how are you doing? Welcome aboard. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> we have a, a late-minute gate crasher. Fantastic. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm just wrapping up my um, coverage of MCM. Um, but the one that nearly burst the tent, has got to be said, uh, was Tom Felton from Ooh, Harry Potter. Um, and I had, I'd sat through three panels. I sat through the Red Dwarf panel. I sat through... Uh, Carrie Elwes and I sat through um, RJ Mitty. It was when Tom Felton was just about to come on stage and I suddenly felt, number one, 20 years way too old to be in that tent. <laughs> and number two, um, it just seemed way too busy in there. The temperature was just rising and I had to get out. It was absolutely rammed to the gills. But it just goes to show that he's still an incredibly popular guy. And he did seem that he was coming across... He was just a, a happy, happy chappy. So brilliant. I've just been told that I'm, I'm using 80% of my data, so I may disappear at any time. So we'll very quickly wrap up my part, and I'll let you three talk if you want to. Uh, I know sure. that um, John's got some stuff he wants to talk about. Mm -hmm. um, but all in all, this has just been an incredible con. Um, I've really enjoyed coming. I really want to go to an uh, MCM Expo again. Um, it's been fascinating to see just how much there's been here, considering that I just thought there was going to be the the stalls selling their wares, there was going to be the autograph section, there was going to be a lot of people from mm -hmm. television programs that you didn't really recognize, looking rather sad and dejected at a table somewhere, hoping someone would come over and say hello and have something signed. Um, but there has been so many bits and pieces, lots of anime, lots mm. of anime really big on the anime um, here at this con. Um, and it's been it's been fun. I've really, really enjoyed it. I'm really looking been... forward... Go on. Oh, go... I was going to say, is, has there been any like Doctor Who presence or anything like that over there? Um, there's been lots of the old classic Doctor Who um, mm -hmm. cast that have been showing up, and lots of um, classic Doctor Who cosplay. So there's been a fair amount of John Pertwee's, and there's been a fair amount of uh, Tom Baker's uh, doing the rounds. Um, nice. But, yeah, I mean, it's been a pre predominantly anime, um, really, really big. Uh, it's been a really close. You can tell it's a really close knit cosplay community here as well, which mm -hmm. is really cool. So that's been good. Very nice. Has so so this is kind of like uh, Wizard World is here. We, I, I suspect so. Analogy. Yeah, I suspect, I suspect so. Yeah. So they do a bunch of cons all over. The UK. Right, and well, MCM Group. I mean, they've uh, already announced their dates for 2015. We're talking Telford in February, Birmingham March, Belfast in April, uh, London in May. Uh, I think they're doing two Londons actually. The October is the big one. Uh, Manchester in July, Dublin in August, Glasgow in September. I'd say this, this is very similar, I'd say, to the um, the the guy the Reed Pop. Model. It's the, it's the English okay. version of Reed Pop. Okay. Okay. Nice. Okay. So how is the Red Dwarf now? Pardon? 
the Red Dwarf, was there a lot of cosplaying on that one since they were out there? Uh, Red Dwarf? The Red Dwarf. Uh, no, yes. actually. There's, I haven't seen any Red Dwarf um, con uh, sorry, cosplay. <laughs> I think with Red Dwarf, it's more about um, the cast that have showed up. Uh, that are, uh, more about um, their following. Because um, there have been... Uh, I mean, Red, uh, Chris Barry's been here. Danny, Danny John Jules... Um, yeah, it's been it's been more the uh, the one person that hasn't been here obviously is um, Craig Charles because he's been involved with the um, I'm a celebrity get me out of here television show over in Australia. Mm. Um, well, and he, he would he would actually be t um, tied up with that, but he actually had to leave the um, the, the series because he there was a, a unfortunate uh, loss in his family um, yeah. of his brother. Uh, just before the weekend, so he actually left the show. So either way, he wasn't going to be showing up here, and so that was kind of uh, a given, unfortunately. But um, no, uh, I mean the cast were here uh, that did show up, and they were more than happy to talk to fans. And um, yeah, it's been a, it's been an interesting conversation. I mean, I, I managed to get to speak to Danny John Jules, especially about his um, involvement with the British Comic Awards. Uh, which were announced at Thought Bubble last week. So uh, hopefully I'll be getting that online when I get to uh, a more solid uh, internet connection. I did yeah. have one more question. Were there? How is the, the focus on actual comics at this? Very, right. Very, very little. Um, mm -hmm. I spotted a number of um, retailers selling um, old back issues. Mm -hmm. um, I uh, Like I say, there's the Comic Village section, which while taking up a small corner of the uh, exhibition center. It's very passionate, and I spotted a number of the people that were exhibiting here that had been to Thought Bubble and a number of um, comics-led cons. So it's a very... The people who organize the Comic Village do... They're not just kind of like pulling anybody off the street. These are very talented creatives that are involved, but... It is a very small corner of the convention yeah. center. It, so not, I'd say the not a big artist alley presence at all. No at artist all. alley. No. no. Uh, I mean, I'd say the the right. artist alley is that uh, the comic village. That okay. is that is their okay. artist alley. I mean, I've got a number of pictures uh, which I'll be putting online, and you do kind of recognize the the vibe of artist <laughs> alley where you have the guy. I mean, they're, they're sketching, they're doing yeah. headshots, they are doing creatives and they're selling their independent books but at the end of the day it's four rows out of Ooh, you know three. so many so yeah. it's not it's not massive yeah. I mean uh, let's see if I can find a uh, convention map which should give you a, an idea I mean I don't know how well this is going to come out I mean this is the the map of the convention center and uh, comic, okay. and comic village is let's see yeah Comic Village is... It's that. Oh, okay. Yep. It's a small section. <laughs> and you do you do kind of have to go out of your way to find it. Uh, because, uh, admittedly, I mean, at the back there, you do have... Um, you had uh, Robots Live. You had, did, you get, did you check um, that out? I did, actually. Uh, that looked really cool. But, um, yeah, basically a bunch of robots beating each other up. And, frankly... Uh, we're what gonna, else we're could you all, ask for? 
<laughs> no, we're all, we're all going to get there anyway. I mean, Skynet's on its way, so yeah. I mean, we might as well enjoy it in a leisure section now before the Terminators do take over and kill us all. Um, so, no, it was cool. It was it was it was very it was it was it was good. That's good. That's good. Um, any other? I mean, I'm a, I have asked the organisers, and apparently they are watching. Oh, <laughs> so, nice. or, or suddenly they they've said that they're going to be watching the, the the hangout. So if you if you're there, we're outside, and if you want to come out and say hello for five minutes, we'd love to love to talk to you. So please, we'd do, love uh, to. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Do, do, do come and join us. Uh, I throw the camera to them. Absolutely. <laughs> I did have uh, it one. It, it's interesting the size of it because I was kind of expecting it to be a little bit bigger than the map showed. Um, it seems like it's it's kind of about the size of a large hotel ballroom. Um, I, I it's it's bigger than that. It's certainly okay. bigger than that. Um, it, I mean, it took me a good. I'd say from one end of the room to the other, it takes you a good sort of half an hour to kind of fight your way through and it is absolutely it oh, was okay. rammed it was and not only that but it was rammed from the word go mm -hmm. um, on Saturday you those people who had bought tickets online could get in from nine o'clock and everyone else was uh, if you sh just showed up at the door they were opening up the doors at 11 and it took mm -hmm. two hours to get in if you were just showing up at 11 o'clock uh, I got here on Saturday at sort of 20 past nine and it was already rammed. Uh, I mean, the, when we were talking about um, uh, the con, which didn't exactly organise itself too well about two, three weeks ago, where they, uh, they were, yeah, and they weren't too sure about people just showing up from the word go. That's exactly what they did here. It was absolutely huge. So, so you, um, what was I going to say? <laughs> So, so this is a two-day con. So I mean, there's is, enough yes. there for you to do for both days, both full days. I'd say yes. I mean, the first day I did take a lot of time in the uh, MCM theatre. Um, I uh, spent mm -hmm. the time with. Oh, that's Travis. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it's okay. I'm gonna... um, with um, the MCM theatre, I uh, watched, like I say, the. Um, RJ Mitty panel, the Carrie Elways panel, and uh, the Red Wolf panel. So that took up a large chunk of the Saturday, and then I kind of had a bit of a wander around. Today was my wandering around the actual floor, as it were, and kind of seeing what was out there. So when you saw when you when you went to those panels, did you? It was it easy to get into like Comic Con, or did you have to like camp out a little bit to go to them, or you could no. you go in and out? There's very little in the way of the that kind of organisation here. Uh, it's, it's not that kind of um, room. Um, it, there's two entrances. You just kind of wander in and find a seat. Uh, mm -hmm. If you couldn't, if you couldn't find a seat, loiter by the door and see if you get a good view. Um, okay. <laughs> they, it, they weren't passing more... tickets out to get in and out to make sure no, that. You can no, get no, in. no, 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 no. Certainly none of that. Um, I, yeah, I mean, I managed. I got in for the um, the Red Wolf uh, panel, pretty much at the front. I managed to get myself a seat. And like I say, as the day progressed, as the panels got more and more popular, as it were. Um, obviously, then, I mean, by the time that uh, the end of the Carrie Elwes, I mean, Carrie Elwes was um, that was full. 
But by the time, about 20 minutes before the end of his panel, and as everyone was just piling in to get to see Tom Felton, that was it. You couldn't move. It was just, yeah. It got to the point where um, Carrie left the stage. And if you drive, if you see an ambulance which is cutting through ta traffic, um, with the sirens going, um, solid, and the traffic just moves out of the way. Carrie always was like the ambulance, and I just followed him in his slipstream to get out of the tent. That's the kind of uh, how busy it was. It was, it was busy enough. It was cool. That's good. It sounds like uh, it's a con worth going to. If if you are in the area, then it's a con worth going to. If um, maybe not one to trans to drive, you know. Overnight too, but unless you're you're really need to go to a con fix, get your Absolutely. con fix. Absolutely, and it's throughout, it's throughout the year as well. So I mean, yeah, um, yeah, that's really cool. Um, so are well, the, yeah, I mean, well, are the people who go to one of these going to be at the next one? So can you pretty much guarantee that the all of the guests that were there today are going to be at the next MCM con? I know what you like said. Yeah, I know what you mean. There are yeah. kind of regular faces that do show up. Certainly in the autograph booths, mm -hmm. it's kind of do the regular faces do kind of um, make their appearance. The Red Dwarf guys mm -hmm. are very big regulars. Um, yeah. Certainly the voiceover guys as well. Um, so yeah, I, I know what you're saying. Yeah. There is kind of like they do have very same names in their address book. Uh, when it comes to organizing these, but they do kind of shake things up and get one or two new headliners in every once in a while, or every uh, every other con. So that's cool. I did want to bring up something that happened on the forum today that I completely forgot about uh, <laughs> earlier. <laughs> well, it's you okay. know, the technical thing has been like taking up a lot of my mind. I um, appreciate that. And, and actually, we've got a question from um, Janine. Lucero. Oh, now I've got to do names. <laughs> uh -oh. Hello, Janine. Yes. Hello, Janine. Welcome along. Um, we what what happened was a number of the sites like Hotwire, um, Booking.com, uh, Orbits, they all put uh, out that you could book hotels like the Hard Rock and the Omni. So of now, course. Actually, this is probably a good time to bring in Travis because haven't you booked the Hard Rock? Yes, I did. How how was that, and um, what kind of deal did you get? Uh, seven seven nights for twenty two hundred, I believe. No, twenty three. Twenty three. It was twenty three. I could I could I could actually see John do the math in his head then. <laughs> I also booked the Hard Rock. Um, full disclosure, okay. for it worked out to be about three hundred and thirty or forty dollars per night. That included uh, taxes and the the twenty dollar fee. Um, okay. So that was and for five nights it worked out to be about seventeen hundred. Um, okay. There is some question as to whether or not these reservations are going to be honored. Well, um, yes. Consider, considering that the um, there are rooms scheduled by um, CCI and through their hotel um, booking service, um, yeah, I can mm -hmm. 
it's it'll be curious. But I, I at the end of the day, these are being booked by the hotel, so I think they're going to kind of have to. Surely. They're being booked by the Hotwire and the, the Orbits and the Booking.com uh, sites. So the mm. question is whether or not the hotels will honor the contract that Hotwire and Booking and said that they, they you gotcha. know, that, that, that contract. So that's a question. The Orbit, um, the Omni hotels all required payment up front. So a lot of people put, you know, two grand down on this hotel room. Um, the Booking.com and Hard Rock one, I did not have to put any money down, and I can cancel it. Nice, That's actually so, nice. That's what you need. That's. I actually called the Hard Rock, and they said um, my my reservation was there, and then it was put back on. It was canceled and put back on. Yeah, it's what the what the guy told me because um, they said all those sites broke their contract and they weren't allowed to book. So from what what the front desk group told me that they 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 were on and then they were taken off and then put back on through reservation. So if they I get put, I, I, mean, I never got a, I never got a um. A cancellation notice or anything like that from Booking.com. It still says I have the reservation. Something tells me that these the sites have gotten the allocations kind of automatically through as a kind. Of, I mean, we're six months away, so it would be kind of like an automatic. These are the room allocations, and people have seen them before. They've been kind of actually organised by CCI for their hotel sale. I suspect. But saying what you've said about the that Hard Rock have put them back on, I think they've more or less they've recognised that they're going to have to honour these. I suspect. The, the question. I would hope so. The question, to my mind, is that the all of these independent booking agencies, the Hot Wires, they all made these reservations, but um, that was coincidentally at the same exact time. Yeah. They were having this meeting about the hotels, which to my mind is, I mean, there are no coincidences. No. There could be, but I don't think so. No. So that's, that's, that's what's throwing me. Sure. <laughs> no, know? that makes sense. That Did makes you sense. hear anything? I, you had said um, that you had heard something about the meeting. Sure. Well, I mean, the, the guys that showed up at the um, Comic-Con committee meeting uh, which took place on Sunday last week uh, there was the um, I believe the mayor showed up uh, and I believe also um, a number of hoteliers showed up as well but a number of uh, one hotelier did say at the meeting um, that he put forward that uh, Comic-Con would be better off being held at a different time in the year uh, more November time when it was out of the summer season when it would be easier to organize hotel rooms and basically to kind of shift it away from that some, that big summer buzz, as it were. Um, and um, I, all I could say to that when I read it was, it's going to be busy at any point. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, it's going to be... But there's also... There's also... And that's that all of the shows are on hiatus. I mean, it's... Or mm -hmm. the, the... You know, the, I mean... It, it, 
San Diego goes by the movie theater schedules and the, the television show schedules, and they have to work within that. Sure. Mm -hmm. so, I don't... I, I, I just find it very... I mean, listen, I'll, I'll have a look at Comic-Con whatever year, time of the year it will get scheduled, but I, I think you're right. I mean, the reason why Comic-Con works in July is because it is slap-bang in the middle of that summer film uh, and television, te oh, uh, television um, <laughs> section. So, yeah, I, I, I think it is more a case, it was a little bit more of a selfish request from the, the hoteliers more than anything. But yeah, we don't care about them. <laughs> yeah. Just give us our room. We don't. We want to keep it the way it is. Ah, <laughs> right, listen. We would love to just keep it the way it is, but I think the the reasons and the excuses for either moving it or cancelling Comic Con from San Diego are just starting to stack up. It's getting a little bit um, awkward. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I'd love to try and get. Oh. Cool. There's also the um, the summer school schedule. I mean, you're not going to get, and that's the hard thing about New York Comic Con is that it's, and thankfully they've blocked out the Columbus Day weekend is their weekend for the con because it's at least a three-day weekend. But San Diego in July is perfect for families, and it is sure. a family con. That's what San Diego is all about is the families. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. people do talk about the, the vibe of San Diego Comic-Con being very intense. The reason why I think San Diego Comic-Con works is it's that San Diego vibe, that mm -hmm. coastal, laid-back. Um, I mean, you've got that. The, 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 yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You've got the, the section down on the, the by the harbor. You've got the, the harbor village, which is just lovely place to go mm -hmm. and chill out mm -hmm. and decompress from all the the con noise. If you've yeah. not, if if you go to Comic Con, if you've not actually stepped away from the con, um, I would yeah. check that out. It would see, it's certainly a way to kind of <laughs> wash off all the stress of that. So you know, <laughs> that, that, that's that's what San Diego brings to it. And um, I mean, it's that whole kind of California heat, mm -hmm. coastal breeze kind of vibe. And yeah. You certainly don't get that from the steel and concrete of. Well, steel and concrete of New York, and yeah. steel, concrete, and neon of Las Vegas. Yeah. Uh, so that's why I think a lot of us do have issues with Las Vegas. I mean, people talk about it's got the infrastructure, it's got the hotels, it just doesn't have that coastal vibe. No. And it's got the think, It's got that. It's got too much heat. <laughs> it's too hot. Yeah. <laughs> Vegas yeah. in July would be extremely hot. Yeah. And yeah, I went. And, one, of my, one of my favorite went, parts of the convention is the taking taking the uh, the vacation out to the, east, the the west coast and onto the ocean. I'm from Detroit, Michigan area, so we don't get any of the the water over here except the Great Lakes. But for the most part, one of my favorite parts of the convention overall is being able to take that vacation out there and just kind of relax. Sure. Where were you based yeah, from? Con. I went to Amazing Con in Vegas uh, in June. For, to warm up for San Diego, and yeah, that was. Mm -mm. There ain't no reason to be that hot. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a dry heat. The temperature was like 103. Yeah, right. It was at yeah. night. <laughs> hey, listen, any, any any temperature increase than what we get here in the UK, well, I, we yeah. gladly take. That's one of the reasons why we fly out. Um, 
Uh, let us uh, one thing on. I got a question about. I'm, 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 getting, that I'm getting distracted by the kind of the cosplayers still lingering around. It's fantastic. Can you move your camera over? Uh, one, one yeah, I mean, it's just kind of like there's it's more of kind of people just breaking the whole thing down. And but there's a number of Comic Con cosplayers just uh -huh. loitering. And, um, Get those kids out of there. Two here. Hello, ladies. <laughs> yes, everyone's just kind of like chilling out. It's it's really cool. So yeah. Um, so I'd really so like to. Oh, sorry, sorry. I, I wanted to know um, on that meeting about um, that happened at San Diego. Uh, what the hotelers had to say about locking in those prices? Because you know you get the Hilton Bayfront doing thousand dollars a night. That's ridiculous. Right. I I also read this. This was a, a part of um, the meeting that came up, and I think it was also a separate meeting that was held amongst the hoteliers of San Diego, basically requesting that the um, hotels lock their prices. And I believe this was to 2018. I, have I got that right? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. It, it, it basically, in an attempt to try that, they San Diego is doing its best. If they if they can move it to November, I'm sure that's what they would like. But they certainly want to keep it in town. Mm -hmm. uh, the, the the just the, the sheer amount of revenue that San Diego Comic Con brings to the city. It's I mean it's already been discussed. It's it's in the high mm -hmm. high hundred it was 108 to 120 million. I mean there's no kind of fixed number, but it's 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 mammoth. It's a lot of money, and they don't want to lose that. Understandable. Sure. Well, the only thing that would kill San Diego is they're going to price themselves out. You know, the hotels are just going to lose people. Everybody's going to camp out. Well, I think that's why they, the sort of the the hotel uh, committee have turned around and said, let's just lock the prices. Let's try and keep it as. I mean, the prices aren't going to go up in in, in firm of any tax that's going to be added to increase the size of the convention center. So. There's that, at least that's been taken out of the equation. But mm -hmm. yeah, if they can lock the prices, it's some way of kind of showing uh, SDCC that they are willing to kind of accommodate the uh, to use to choose a better word uh, accommodate the con um, for a little while longer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, take travel so planners out of that thing too. Hotel apocalypse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are we thinking about that already? Good lord. Oh, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, it's big, big, big. Honor that booking. Those prices that we were getting are just about the same as they have on um, the travel uh, travel planners were last year, plus sure. the cost of living. So not as though people saved any money. It's just that they got to confirm it early. Um, Right. In theory, if it works. How, how I, long did how long were those that those rooms open for? Because I can imagine that they noticed this rather quickly and shut it down. Um, how, um how long? it was about twenty four hours. Yeah. I, would say. I got a notice from Janine, the one that's over down here. I got I got a notice from her, and I was on it. And then I, <laughs> after I got booked, I went to everybody and was like, now. <laughs> it's exactly. it's one it's, it's one hotel I've not stayed at, but I'd like to. Pretend that I'm staying there just to see if I can gate crash any of the parties that are upstairs because they they hold some big ones. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I will say, Leonard, I do have. Um, I do. I may be 
if you're interested in my Hard Rock reservation, let me know. <laughs> I think <laughs> I'm happy. I think I'm happy with the condo setup that I've I'm already I've a, uh, lied in. That's what that's what it is for me. I've already booked a condo for a grand, um, and so I don't I don't necessarily know if I want to double my hotel expenses just to stay downtown. That mm -hmm. uh, so yeah. That's, well, this, that's is, my this is where you, you now offer it as a competition on with, Friends of CCI. What was what was that, Travis? Because we can't understand I you. Said, I got a suite. Oh, I said I got yeah, a suite, suite with the living room, extra living room, and it's a living room. A, so a suite with a living room, nice. Yeah. Nice. yeah. It's like yeah. a little extra room. You can put like five more people in there. Yeah, but if, if if you don't if you don't get one with the um, waterfall inside the room, then quite frankly, you're not you're not, you're not doing it right. What's the point uh, then? Yeah, my room better have a waterfall and a hot tub. Yeah, I, otherwise my, I don't my, think my, I'm going to go to Comic Con. I, I would I would joke that my condo does have a waterfall inside, but they could they could kick us out of the condo if I said that. Our condo is fine. Our condo does not have a waterfall. No, it's fine. Anyway, my so, yeah. my condo has an emu pen and um, a koi pond. Okay, so this nice. is what, yeah. Can I say that's the one sentence I did not expect to hear in this hangout? <laughs> when I uh, my condo has there you go. My condo has an emu <laughs> pen. Nice. That that belongs on a t-shirt somewhere. That's just. Yeah. Find oh some sort of cosplay that includes emus in it and bring them along. <laughs> apparently, oh no, I think we lost Leonard. Um, so we may end up having to wrap this up. But the, just to extend on that, it's apparently the the gentleman has done a lot of uh, landscaping in the back. So mm. he he has the 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 koi pond. Gotcha. And the, the emu pen, which is co uh, conversely why I can't walk through the backyard to the Starbucks, which oh. I'm kind of upset about, you know, because <laughs> that's important. So you got to walk around <laughs> it instead of just straight through? Yeah, exactly. Well, I've got to walk around on the streets, oh. you know, all the way around the block, which uh, it's like, oh, it's bummer. Hey, John, did you have something that you wanted to talk about? Yeah, well, t I had a couple things, actually. Um, one's in regards to LEGO exclusives. If anybody oh. didn't get the... I don't know if you heard about it. You might have. But um, the, they had a Rocket Raccoon exclusive at Comic-Con and with a minifigure, Rocket a minifigure that was matching all the other Guardians of the Galaxy um, exclusive or the, the sets that they came out with, like, a red um, his red suit on. Um, they released that at Toys R Us now. So it's a minifigure by itself. It's the same exact uh, minifigure in the Rocket Raccoon set from Comic-Con, but now you can go and buy the, the minifigure by itself at Toys R Us for $4.99. Oh, so if you're a Lego collector... Yeah, yeah, that one's going to go in my collection. If I'm gonna you put that one, let me know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Message well, me. Yeah, I, I, I don't... I'm not sure if I'm I'm going to be able to get actually to a Toys R Us, so I may actually have to spend for shipping. So I'll go check it out. I'll go check yeah. it out. I got a Toys R Us right in the street. Check it out if you if you want. Message me, and I'll give you like the SKU number and the the Toys R Us number that you can check to see. I went to a local one of mine, and they didn't have it there, so they told me where where they had a um, shipment of. 
Ann and I went there and I grabbed a few of them. Um, but it, it's the same one that was in the the San Diego Comic Con exclusive, um, the the rocket set. So that's great. That's yeah. great. Can yeah. you? Is it possible yeah, that you can post it on the um, the Q and A? Or yeah. um, I should be able to do it. Okay. It Unfortunately, you can't post anything on the Q and A after the hangout has stopped. So I may hit you up for it. <laughs> All right. I should have yeah, actually. And I'll post it on it the forum too. <laughs> yeah, I'll look it up and send it over to you because I I think I deleted it from my phone. Um, okay. But yeah, I think it was exclusive to Canada. You had to pay like thirty bucks or something, and you got it free. But now in the U.S., it just released last Sunday. It's four ninety nine. Okay. Um, so that you can just go and buy it by itself. That's the, great. So and, and I wonder if it'll be in their movie section that they have or the TV section or if it's just going to be with the other Legos. Um, when I got it, it was actually behind the service center, like the service desk. You just, I just had uh -huh. to ask them for it. Um, and they had oh. them in there and they, they asked me how many I wanted and I told them and they gave them to me. But then I, I've heard most people have, how I many got enough. <laughs> Well, I have, I have, I know a couple people. I got like, I got like five of them, five, six of them. But I have a friend that's a um, okay. Lego so collector too. Do. No, 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 no. <laughs> they had something like forty-five of them, so they had a, quite a bit of them. But go okay. check your um, local Toys R Us. Uh, check behind the service desk. Otherwise, I, I've heard people finding them up by the the Lego section, by like the Marvel and the Guardians of the Galaxy sets. Okay. Um, I just got a message from Leonard saying he used up all of his data and that's all for him today. So yeah. he won't that's be a, this up. Streaming streaming to your video is going to take up a ton of your data. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Plus, I'm sure that he was trying to do stuff at the con too. Yeah. So, what are your guys' next cons? Mine is going to be Portland. Wizard World in January, and then um, and then uh, Seattle, Emerald City in March. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Where are you based I, out of, Travis? Yeah. I live in Tacoma, Washington. Oh, okay. So just south of Seattle. Gotcha. I've got family out in Seattle, so nice area. I I've yeah. heard some really good things about um, ECC. Is that the that's the con, right? Emerald City, Emerald yeah. City, yeah, yeah. and um, if if you can get, do you have the Google Hangout thing on your phone, Travis? That's what that's what I'm at, that's what I'm doing right now. My computer is backing okay. up, so. <laughs> that's yeah. what I was wondering. So you can do um, you could do the Emerald City Con for us, yep. perhaps yep. next year. <laughs> yeah, I've heard, I've heard good things about that convention. It's getting a little bigger and it's getting more press about it. So I've heard yeah. some good things about it. Yeah, yeah. What you, that's what I hear too. It's gonna be my first year doing it. I've I've yeah. never done Emerald City. What's your next con, John? Well, I missed uh, Yumacon, which is in de the Detroit area. Um, it's in downtown Detroit. It's pretty much it's gotten bigger the past about four or five years. Um, it's a anime convention that happens in the Detroit area. Uh, I just missed that. I couldn't get anybody to go with me. And I could I I had to uh, go out of town for the night the weekend, but no one wanted to go see anime with me, so I was a little disappointed. <laughs> but uh, 
Uh, Metro City or Motor City Comic Con comes up every couple times a year, so it's a it's smaller, but it's it's getting more popular. I mean, conventions across the country are getting more popular. I think in in terms because of uh, uh, San Diego Comic Con. So I'll probably check that out. Um, there isn't a ton by me, to be honest with you. San Diego is going to be obviously the big one, uh, but I have also have a, a kid on the way, so I don't know how much how many con- conventions I'm going to be able to go to. <laughs> I'll just have new stuff to buy. Before or after San Diego? Before, in in February. I'll have my, my, I have a little boy being born, so um, my wife is is actually allowing me to go to San Diego, so he's going to be five, six months old, so it's not, it's, it was, he's kind of like at the perfect age so that I can leave and then she doesn't have to be worried too much about it, so. As as long as she books somebody like a mom-in-law to come in. Yeah. She'll be family. she'll be going up to her her my mother in law's uh for the weekend. <laughs> Perfect. So we don't have to worry anything about to, that. My parents took me to a wrestling match when I was two weeks old or two months old, something like that. So you can take it to a con. <laughs> <laughs> my wife would probably kill me if I did that, but I think well, and does she want to go to a con herself? <laughs> no, she's not a big con person. I try to talk her into it, but she does, she's not a huge one right now, but I think sooner or later I'll get her to go. It looks as though my first con with is I may be able to swing getting to WonderCon. That's that's you know that's, that's always a good one to go to. Yeah, we don't have any spring cons out in New England really. Every everything is backloaded, and our season pretty much wrapped up a, a month or two ago. So I'm kind of sad, yeah. and you know, and all this talk about hotels is is uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, just to it's, get me ready. It's already, I mean, thinking about San Diego, it's already almost six months away, six, seven months away, and it just seemed like it ended a, a couple months ago. Yeah. Didn't it? Yeah, it's crazy. Exactly. It's crazy. Exactly. It, that's the convention series for you, but, uh, and there's so more, there's so many more getting brought up and new ones coming in and out of, um, around the country, too, so it's it's a good thing, I think, but um, there's, there's, Always something to be said about the San Diego Comic Con and how big it is, and how it is a lot of fun, but there's a lot of people. Um, yeah. Unless anybody has another another topic, right? And so, oh, John. Yeah, I actually do have one. Kind of like in, I'm big into vinyl toys and collecting and things like that. So, kind of the big thing that happened this that it got announced this week is that Kid Robot was bought out by NECA. Um, they're a big. What? Uh, okay. Yeah, Kid Robot got bought out by NECA. NECA does a lot of licensing toys for, uh, I think they, they're doing some for, like, the Hunger Games, Alien, Predator, a mm-hmm. uh, whole bunch of, like, Pacific Rim. They're doing a whole bunch of that. But they bought out Kid Robot lately, which uh, they weren't, they, Kid Robot wasn't at San Diego this past year. And I think they were having some kind of, like, financial issues and whatnot, but they just got bought out by NECA, which seems like it could be good. It could be good, could be bad. But the big thing, at least in the vinyl toy world, is that Frank Kozik um, is going to be the creative director. Uh, I'm not sure if you're familiar with him, but he's done a lot of he his big kind of claim to fame with in vinyl toys is the Labbit, which is kind of like a rabbit that has a cigarette in his mouth, or that's kind of like his, <laughs> his big toy that is created. Most of his toys that he's he's made is um, has incorporates a cigarette smoking. So if you've seen that, it's probably made by yeah. him. 
Uh, and he does a, a ton. He got his start, I think, in kind of like concert posters and things like that. So he's kind of like a no-nonsense type of artist in the vinyl toy world. And he's going to be the creative director of Kid Robot. And he did, if, if anybody um, wants to hear an interview, he did an interview with um, a vinyl uh, blog called Spanky Stokes. They did an interview, and he's saying all the right things, that they're going to be having a presence at San Diego again this year. So Kid Robot should be at San Diego Comic-Con again this year. They're going to have a presence at Decon, which is um, Designer Vinyl Toy Convention, so Designer Con. They're supposed to have a presence at that, which they've never had. Um, they also have a presence at New York Comic Con. So he's saying all the right things, but is it really going to make a difference? And is it really going to pull through? We'll have to see. But is, that just got announced. Is the is he taking over creative direction of of just the vinyl toy area in NECA? Is it's, that what uh, I heard you said? Uh, he's doing all of Kid Robot. Supposedly. Kid Robot okay. is going to be a separate entity. Just It's going to have okay. the backing of NECA, so it's going to have all the connections for production, all the money backing, everything else. So that seems like a great opportunity for okay. Kid Robot, but supposedly it's going to be a separate entity, and he's going to be doing just for Kid Robot. Because yeah. I had heard that, that Kid Robot was having a lot of problems closing a massive amount of stores. Oh, yeah. Uh, pr prior to San Diego last year, so it doesn't surprise me that they were looking for a buyer. Yeah, they closed the New York store, which is their their flagship store, their first store yeah. that they created. Um, they closed Los Angeles. They cl closed um, San Francisco, which was one of the more profitable of their stores. But mm -hmm. um, they're pretty much closing all of them. It seems like they're going to be more of a distributor mm -hmm. and also teaming up with other toy stores to kind of create maybe like a pirate shop or like a pop-up shops um, mm -hmm. every once in a while. So um, it'll, be, it'll be interesting to, to see what they do, but Frank Kozik is, he's saying all the right things, but to, to see what's going to happen, uh, we're just going to have to wait and see. Yeah. It'll be interesting. Well, thanks, thanks for bringing that information to us. No problem. That's very interesting, and it's okay. nice to see that Kid Robot is continuing, even if it is um, within, you know, a, a, the ownership of a different company. At least it's yeah. a company that can somewhat understand them. Mm -hmm. um, I work for a company, and we were bought by a, a completely different and and third company. They didn't understand our products at all, but NECA. Yeah. NECA understands Kid Robot. Yeah, that's that's the good thing. The, the company that yeah. seemed to have bought Kid Robot before or owned him, they didn't really... What they were putting out was, in my opinion, it was yeah. terrible. <laughs> At least the majority <laughs> of the stuff. It was kind of bland and it was boring. And now, hopefully, uh, Frank Kozik is, is... He's in the center of the whole vinyl toy world. So I think NECA is going to be... It, it seems like it's going to be positive, but who knows? Yeah. <laughs> 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 and to to quote Leonard, I think that's a wrap. And where can people find you, John, and keep abreast of all the toy news? <laughs> uh, if you want to follow me, the I usually most active on Twitter, Nerdlink or at Nerdlink, Nerd with a three. Uh, also, Nerdlink the blog. I'm trying to retool it a little bit right now because um, of the some of the changes I've had with some of the people in it. But um, Follow me on Twitter. Send me questions or anything. I'm happy to kind of interact with anybody that has any questions out there. Underneath your in your lower third, you have um, hashtag hashtag no line con. That was uh, <laughs> <Is> that? 
throughout, throughout the uh, throughout the thing, I was changing the, my hashtags. My because uh, it's a little. Okay. I was having hashtag Felton is pretty or something like that. So I was just kind of okay. changing my. And it's nice to that Leonard was at a convention that you didn't have to stand in line the whole time. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So you can actually enjoy it instead of just sitting in line and just talking to people's nice, but you actually want to see something a little time, some few times. <laughs> and and Travis, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at TraviTravMC. T R A V Y. T R A V I. I. And then TravAVMC. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. Thanks for joining us. And um, for me, you can find me on the forum, uh, Friends of CC. It's, what was that again? Uh, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> It's really going you great. Of it. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> um, com, uh, forum, uh, forward, uh, God, forward slash forum. Yeah, it's been that kind of a day, guys. Thanks yeah. for bearing with us. And um, well, we won't see you next week uh, since it is Thanksgiving here in the States, but we'll see you in two weeks, which is, if I can quickly bring up my calendar, is on the 6th of December. Happy December. Happy holidays. Wow. It's already cold. <laughs> Are you ready? <laughs> it's too cold. How much did you get a lot of snow out there? <laughs> no, no, we didn't. We didn't. Bye-bye, guys. Have fun, everybody. Bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. <Yeah. laughs>